some new data released by the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention. So take this with a bit of a grain of salt, but maybe we can look to the states to maybe get an idea of what's happening here in Canada when it comes to birth rates. Birth rates and fertility rates now taking a dip. What exactly is going on? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who is Catherine Coleman, an A. Barton Hepburn Professor of Economics at Wellesley College, Dr. Philip Levine. Dr. Levine, thank you so much for making the time. Happy to be here. So let's just talk about what this really means. Birth rates and fertility rates really going down. What does this suggest to you? Well, the first thing that's sort of interesting about this is those little blips that went on in the last couple of years because of COVID. Um, so in 2020, you know, there was a decline in births right after COVID started, and then it rebounded uh, in 2021. Um, but where we are right now in 2022, births dropped again. And that's continuing uh, a much longer-term decline going back to 2007. So births are down almost 20%, really, over the last 15 years in the United States. Do you think that this is a worrying trend or a reassuring one? How are we coming at this? You know, I mean, you can tell different stories. I think, you know, um, uh, different aspects of the problem. I think in terms of, you know, for instance, you know, funding a Social Security system that's based on, uh, you know, current workers paying in, uh, to fund the benefits of current retirees, um, that doesn't really work very well in a, in a population that's declining relatively rapidly. Um, there's also issues for economic growth, um, individual well-being. You know, on the other side, sometimes people talk about um, uh, the impact on climate change um, as a good thing. Um, you know, I think the, the thing you have to think about there is, you know, the amount of time that that actually will take, the number of years between we, before we sort of get those benefits. Um, you know, that's going to be a long time in occurring. You know, we hear so often that this is attributed to the fact that women are choosing to have children later in life. Is that is that essentially what's happening, or is there more to the story here? Yeah, no, it really is more than that. It's women are having fewer births over their entire lifetimes. Um, so they start off at, you know, in their teenage years or whatever, having fewer births now than they had in the past. And then as they advance, you know, through, the ch- through their childbearing years, they have they don't ever catch up. They're continually behind um, uh, relative to sort of historical rates and also relative to replacement fertility. You know, if you don't have, you know, uh, replacement fertility is each woman having uh, a little over two births. Um, you know, uh, we are well below that right now in the United States, as in most of the developed world, really. Um, and so, like I said, so, you know, women start off at younger ages having fewer kids all the way into their early 30s, maybe. And then, you know, they catch up a little bit at the end, but nowhere's near enough. Um, so definitely not about just switching the birth from earlier to later. It's a much longer term trend. Yeah. And, you you know, you mentioned talking about this happening in other areas of the developed world as well. And I'm wondering if you can expand on that, because obviously, you know, you're coming from the perspective of the states. We're up here in Canada and we can sort of use this as a model to try to get an understanding of what's happening here in Canada. But can we use this as a framework to suggest that this is happening in many places and could have an impact on population? Yeah, it definitely can. And, you know, the United States is not alone. If anything, um, the United States um, is actually behind uh, the trend in other countries, developed countries. Uh, other high-income countries have been birth rates, you know, many European countries have been falling since the 19... They fell, began falling in the 1980s and have really stabilized at a, you know, relatively low rate for the last... You know, so now we're talking going on, what, 40 or so years. Mm. Uh, other countries like, you know, 
um, South Korea and Japan have birth rates that are exceptionally low. Um, I referenced the, you know, thinking about women having a little bit more than two births is replacing fertility. Uh, in, in South Korea, uh, a typical woman is having about 0.8 children over their childbearing years. They're not even close to two. Yeah, and I mean, I think that it suggests so many different changes to the way that people are building their lives, to the way that people are living their lives. Certainly, you know, it's a reframe of priorities, very different than than what it used to be. When did we start seeing this trend? Because you talk about this happening as something that began before COVID-19. So when did we start seeing this kind of shift towards um, deciding to have fewer births or later births? So it's been going on, again, in the United States for about the last uh, 15 or so years and much of the rest of the developed world you know, for the last 30 or 40 years. Um, and, you know, and you, you, you raise an interesting point when you talk about it, about, you know, shifts in priorities, because that's, you know, I think a better explanation um, for what's going on in the mm-hmm. sense that, you know, a lot of times people want to point to something that happened, you know, something happened in, you know, 1992 and, you know, in France or in 2012 in the United States, and we changed some policy and, or, you know, childcare costs just happened to spike in that year. Um, or whatever explanation that you you can come up with, but it's not about a year. The, the, the notion that it's about like successive cohorts. You know, women who were born more recently are having fewer births over their entire lifetimes. That can't be about something happened in 2012. Yeah. Right. So it, it, this is a very long-standing trend in women's behavior that seems like it's much more likely to be attributable to things like, you know, shifts in priorities and what do people want out of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're looking to establish your your career and to be independent longer um, and, you know, to, to experience uh, life without children for, you know, more of your life, that will reduce the birth rate. Yeah, and I mean, I think women have so many more opportunities when it comes to being part of the workforce and so much more, um, you know, option when it comes to advancements. And then, you know, you can look at what what life really looks like in terms of balance when you're having a career and a child or a big family, which was, I think, you know, once just the norm. And is that something that everyone wants in the same way anymore? These numbers would suggest that, that it's not. I'm curious, are there certain trends in, in certain states or certain areas of your country that you're seeing this happen in 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 greater numbers yeah i mean this is the other thing that sort of is consistent with this broader social phenomenon that's taking place it's extremely widespread huh. so you know it's happening in some places more than others um, but it's happening everywhere um, it's happening in some population subgroups more than others but it's happening among all groups um, you know you'd be hard-pressed to point to you know, one geographic region and one population subgroup and say, well, there's something about that location. There's something about, you know, women in that group. That's not what it looks like. You know, it really is um, truly a broad phenomenon. You know, basically it's it's, it's affecting everybody. And, you know, to go back to something that you were saying earlier, I think it's also important to point out that this is not just about women's decisions. It's about men's decisions, too, because they're obviously involved in this process Mm -hmm. as well. And so... You know, this can be about both what men and women want and potentially about, like, conflicts between what men and women want. So to the extent that, like, you know, uh, women are looking for more independence and men aren't supportive of that, for instance. You know, anything that uh, generates social change 
that is leading people to have different preferences and make different decisions about when they want to have children, that seems more like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Levine, thank you so much for shedding some light and sharing your insight this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Uh, glad to help out. Of course. Take care. That's Dr. Philip Levine, uh, Catherine Coleman, and A. Barton Hepburn, professor of economics at Wellesley College, talking about birth rates declining in most states across the U.S. and, of course, in much of the Western world as well. People really reframing what their priorities are and choosing to have children later in life, have less children, or just not have them at all.